0: She genuinely made me think so much more about the language I use in this day and age, yeah. like the trendy language of like, like slay queen, like, um, girl boss, girl boss, you're girl bossing it. or you're a boss bitch. Like she made these really valid points that now I have stopped using those terms or I try to stop using those terms. <laughs>
1: Hi everyone, you're listening to another episode of G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Lily. I'm Georgia. Stop interrupting me. <laughs> Why are you being so annoying today? Okay, let's start off this episode with a little bit of what's been going on today because it hasn't been smooth sailing to this recording, has no, it, Georgia? No, not. So the call time was 10? Yep. Um, it's 11.20. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to be here at 10. Yeah. What happened, George? Well... If you I want, call you. This is,
0: the, this is the truth.
1: This is what happened. Oh, so is it? Because I think this is your side of the truth.
0: So Lily calls
1: me at eight. I was yep. awake. And she was like, hey, like, and by the way, Lil's quite, not well at I moment. call Georgia when um, I'm on the road and I say, okay, I'm not going to have time, but can you, it's eight o'clock now. You're in Sydney. Georgia was in Sydney. I was like, can you grab a big bunch of flowers for our beautiful manager? It was her birthday on the weekend. We need to buy her a big bunch of flowers and I'll transfer I you half the you money. think stated how big. You I just said, said a bunch. big. You just I was thinking Bell Flora, big bunch of flowers. And so I get to Sydney and and I'm a half hour late because I took the wrong exit of the tunnel. So I'm like, sp- but oh. that's not her fault, everyone. I didn't say that. <laughs> I haven't said that yet. I took the wrong exit. That is on me. But I walk Ooh. in. I walk yeah, in the yes. office. I walk in the office half an hour late, and I'm like running up the stairs. And I'm like, oh my god, George is gonna be so mad. I'm so late because I'm never late. And I run in. Okay. Georgia's a no show. Where is Georgia? Where is the G Productions? So then I get a text message from Georgia. I'm almost there. This is at 1045. I'm almost there. I just need some pads. Do you have any pads? I said, no, I just have tampons. And so then Georgia went and bought some pads. So then it was 11 o'clock and I text her. I'm like, where are you? And she's like, I'm getting the flowers. Even though I called you at 8am, you had a long time till 10am to organize this stuff. Keyword, keywords. Long time till yes. 10
0: a.m. My brain went, oh, I could go back to sleep. You did
1: not. I did. So I went, Georgia, <laughs> 8 o'clock. You went back to, what time did you wake up? <sighs> what time did you wake up? 10.30. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Hey everyone, quick disclaimer for our younger uh, listeners. We are talking about Women's History Month on today's episode and we touch on sex work. So if you're not comfortable listening to that, uh, just maybe skip this episode.
0: So today is the start of Women's History Month. Um, Lily, I know that you have a lot of Inspirations in your life that
1: also happen to be female. Yes. Do you want to want to kickstart this app? Well, I think we should kickstart this app with the reason that we're both here. Our mother, Vicky, mum, had a lot to do with the women that we are today and the reason we are here today. Mum was a huge, huge uh, role model for us and helps us with everything day to day. I think when it when when stuff hits the fan, she's the first person you call, um, you know, she's she's our mum and she's beautiful and she, yeah, has taught us so much throughout the years. So I just wanted to first off give a little shout out to her. One, One of th- the first things that
0: people say when they meet mum is like, oh, she looks, yeah, you look so much like your mother.
1: Yeah, to to us. Yeah, I don't get it as much as you do. I think you get a lot more. Well, when me and mum were the
0: same age, around seven, we looked identical. identical.
1: But someone else I wanted to mention was you. I think, like, you inspire me a lot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You inspire me a lot. Like... With your creativity and your, I wouldn't say, necessarily say your work ethic because, <laughs> I mean, if this morning was any. <laughs>
0: yeah, this morning was bad. But am <laughs> we're not usually like this.
1: No. it was. But, a I'm, uh, like, uh, yeah, I'm just constantly in awe with how you, like, create things. And I have no idea, honestly, how your brain works and can make all these funny videos. You've been doing it for so long and you still come up with ideas week to week. Like, um, mm. Thank you. Yeah, you just,
0: you do inspire me as well. That means a lot to me, and I, I guess, the like, you wouldn't have started YouTube if I didn't do it, right? God, no. Right, okay. Well, it's it's led you to good places, but I will say I didn't hold your hand through the whole thing. So Sorry. You, no, you did not. You did. I, I think I made your end card and your start card. Yeah, and you I still, still use it.
1: Because <laughs> I haven't been bothered to make a new one. Um, you just haven't wanted to ask me. No, I do <laughs> know how to make it now. I just can't. Yeah. I can't believe that. I now. It's so so so, George, I want to ask who is a woman you look up to? And I also just want to preface to our listeners um, a woman isn't just uh, someone who is assigned female at birth. It is someone who identifies as a woman. You know, we stand by you and for you and in whatever you stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a safe pe- space here on G. Thanks. But uh, since it is Women's History Month, George, who is a woman that you look up to?
0: Yeah, okay. When I was younger, it was cartoons. And then as I got older, it was people that I would watch online. So I think my first. Ever like inspiration? Someone I really wanted to be like was Liza Koshy. Yeah. Um. Yep. So Liza Koshy for the younger people who may not uh, know her, you've probably seen her on TV because now that's what she does. Um. She's a judge on. Um. I think. So you think you can dance or is it no, a different? I don't think
1: she was on that. Anyway, she's on TV.
0: She's She's been on TV. She's hosted things. She's she's an actress now. She's yeah. she's made a life for herself. And it all started with this app called Vine. A lot of people might not know what that is. It was this six-second app where you just, yeah, you upload videos, just videos, sort of six seconds, that's it.
1: Yeah, It was kind of like the first TikTok.
0: Yeah, and you can still see compilations if you look it up on YouTube. Yeah. But she was only like... I think what 18 16 when she started Vine and then she transitioned into YouTube and I I didn't even have a Vine account but I would I would search Vine in Safari just to watch just to watch Liza's Vines <laughs> and then I remember this one day in 2014 I think it was or 15 she uploaded a Vine saying I just made a YouTube channel and I was like oh, cool I was one of her, I was a subscriber before she had like 10k and that's something that I'm like <laughs> I would I would take that I was a I was an OG to her channel yeah but Liza Koshy makes uh or well, used to make comedic type videos on YouTube and she was one of the people that really inspired me to be like this is what I want to do I want to make people laugh I want to make people feel the way that she makes me feel like welcomed safe happy and just like I can just be myself and because if, if Liza can do it, I can. Yeah, mm.
1: that's really sweet.
0: So she was one of the first big inspirations of mine. And I think she inspired me a little too much at the start. Because if anyone's been watching my videos for years, um, I did go through a Liza Koshy wannabe stage. Um, and I'm not
1: proud <laughs> of it. But, but we all have to start
0: somewhere. Yeah, I definitely tried to be someone I wasn't.
1: Yeah. But we all have to start somewhere. You know, sometimes inspiration, there's a fine line between copying and inspiration.
0: There was this one video that I really like. I took a lot of inspiration. It was borderline copying Playground Boss. That video that a lot of people still reference to this day. They're like, I found you through this video, Playground Boss. It was so funny, blah, blah, blah. Recently, I have been getting tagged In the video of Liza's that she made before mine, it was called Recess with Liza. People are getting clips from it and putting it on TikTok. There are people tagging me in this video of Liza's, this old video of Liza's going, she copied at Georgia. She copied Georgia. This is stolen from Georgia. Oh, God. And I have taken it upon myself to be like, no, no. This is uh, this is Liza when well, she I was 19 her. years old. Yeah. I was 16. I copied her. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to ever, like, that was one of those most embarrassing things where I'm like, oh, <coughs> like it was that like hers that people thought she copied me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, someone so, that inspires me t- today is Eliza Schlesinger, not just because she's a stand-up comedian. Not but because just because
1: her name is also... Eliza, Eliza. <laughs> I know. For those who don't know on the podcast, I'm not going to say the last name.
0: Who is Eliza to you? Eliza Schlesinger.
1: So sorry, Eliza, yes. if you're listening.
0: <laughs> Eliza Schlesinger is a comedian, uh, an American comedian that I f- stumbled upon um, when I was just browsing through Netflix and I've watched pretty much all of her Netflix specials. Oh, they're so good. She, she is someone that I really look up to, not just because of her view on life and like her <laughs> amazing creative mind, but also just the way that she she's a really, I believe in my opinion, she is what a feminist should like. Yeah. She's the definition yeah. of a really... Good feminist. Georgia and I went and watched her
1: show the other week in Sydney, and it was just amazing. And I fell in love with her more and more just through her show. And she, she, it's so as a comedian, and it would be so hard to talk about points that you're passionate about that are one controversial or two political. Mm. And speak about it in a comedy context and still make it funny, but get your point across. And, and she managed to yeah. do both. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. She is so talented. I can see why you look up to her as a comedian yourself. She um, just sprinkles sprinkles it in into yeah. her
0: comedy every now and then. Like, she sprinkles in really important, like, things she's passionate about. Like, like there was one,
1: like, for instance, I was about to tell, like, I was about to say, she... Um, inspires you as a female comedian but Mm. something she said on stage was I'm not a female comedian I'm I'm just just a a regular
0: comedian why
1: do I have to be pushed into a genderized role yeah when um yeah because we don't call male comedians male male comedians comedians. they're just comedians yeah why is it different when I, I guess females as a minority in some instances the minority word is put yeah. Into that sentence to make it sound better. But it actually does the opposite of what we think it's doing. She
0: genuinely made me think so much more about the language I use in this day and age. Yeah. Like the trendy language of like, like slay queen, like... Um, girl boss. Girl boss. You're girl bossing it. or oh, you're a boss bitch. Like she made... These really valid points that now I have stopped using those terms, or I try to stop using those terms. I was about to say as well, like, she's amazing, like, boss comedian, like, female comedian. She's just a regular comedian. And she yeah. made that point so, so well through comedy. Like, she made it so funny. She really had the whole yeah. audience engaged. And she was like, Imagine if your boss called you a thick queen. Like, that is one unprofessional, two offensive if you're a man. So she was basically saying you can't have equality if you are quite literally making your own lingo and terminology yeah. for just women Yeah. because that is not equality. If it doesn't apply like to sp- all genders, yeah. it's not equality. You are quite literally separating women from yeah. the rest of like the community, from the rest of the world, basically. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, I think it was really interesting to hear, like, you know, don't say girl boss, just say you're bossing it. Because like, it doesn't it. matter that I have a coochie between my legs. Yeah, It shouldn't matter what's between my legs. And, she- and speaking of that, actually... So those are some women we look up to. uh, But I think, as we said earlier, you don't have to be uh, female assigned at birth to be a woman. So uh, someone I really look up to is Dylan Mulvaney. She's a beautiful transgender woman. And she... uh, Every video of hers puts a smile on my face. She's so positive. And I I mean, if you don't know who she is, you're living under a rock. She's on everyone's For You page. She even spoke to the President of the United States about trans rights, Mm. uh, which is really important because I'm not sure if everyone's heard, but Trump came out with a huge new speech about how he yeah. only if he rules he'll only have two genders in America and yada yeah. yada yada and just hate hateful speech um, but Dylan is just spreading positivity on TikTok and it's such a beautiful uh, role model for those to look up to for anyone to look up to but yeah. especially trans uh, kids.
0: Honestly I love her she is someone that I would want want my kid to watching yeah. for just that bit of education as well and she's just so positive like you know how sometimes like feminists like they will fight fire with fire yeah she fights fire with flowers she's yeah. like <laughs> yeah. have a bit of positivity yeah like this is gonna absolutely destroy you so i'm just gonna be nice like she will like fight. the Caitlyn Jenner thing yes yeah. oh my goodness yeah. i think she's an amazing amazing trans advocate because i think that in um and this is just from my point of view my cisgendered point of view. Yeah. I think that in the mainstream media, there hasn't really been um, good trans models, trans yeah. role models, yeah. because it's flooded with, uh, usually the news is flooded with things about Caitlyn Jenner. If you don't live under a rock, you'll know that Caitlyn Jenner is not a good role model for for anyone. She actually called out
1: Dylan Mulvady on Twitter.
0: It was nasty. Ugh. It was nasty. We won't get into it. She said some really nasty things, really hypocritical well, things. Yeah, that
1: are just transphobic and it's like you're a trans woman yourself. Like you're supposed to be, yeah. She's just more privileged than other trans people has money to do all the surgeries and things that she wants. Gender I affirmation think she's surgery.
0: incredibly insecure still and yeah. she's uh, it was just horrible. She's trying
1: to side with the wrong side, put it yeah.
0: that way. But what I'm saying is like a lot of people in the older generation because um, the mainstream media love to be negative. They love to shine light on negativity yeah um they may have only just seen um Caitlyn Jenner as the first trans person they've ever seen yeah and so therefore their first impression of a trans person is pretty negative yeah yeah and that's I, where
1: Dylan Mulvaney comes in and that's where she's she comes in and she's
0: absolutely doing God's work yeah she is and yeah. she is Fixing that, like, stigma, I guess, that yeah, for Caitlin sure. has
1: so... Not just Caitlin, but, yeah, yeah. like, you know, that type of uh, mm-hmm. trans person who, again, is a bit hypocritical, negative. Um, and, again, this is... All of this is coming from two straight cisgendered yeah. <laughs> women. Um, but, you know, we want to be allies and we... Again, this is a safe space for all of you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Dylan Mulvaney is just absolutely killing it and um, just a beautiful woman to The way that to. she responds to
0: hate is... Incredible. Yeah.
1: If you're not already
0: following Dylan, I think you should give her a follow. Also, there's some, some other amazing trans active activists that I follow, like um, Viandre Mitchell. Mitchell, she's an amazing activist. Um, and honestly, just get your knowledge up. It's great yeah. to follow these it's people. Great to work, educate
1: yourself educate on yourself. things that we don't uh, yeah. necessarily know about firsthand. I yeah. guess. Um, but I wanted to talk about some Australian women that are uh, really have impacted us. Uh, personally I love Abby Chatfield the way that she calls out a lot of slut shaming and um, her time on The Bachelor anyone I feel like anyone who is confident and comes across as confident and knows what they want any woman who is slightly sexual in the way of being like hey I know what I want and you know hmm. he's hot so what they become. She became the villain of that season. She yeah. was slut shamed by everyone on that show and villainized the whole time. Whereas we we see Abby Chatfield. did say she's not a villain. She's mm. not a slut. You know, slut shaming is a word and concept made up by men. I don't believe in using that word no. I- for anyone. I don't believe it's. I, I believe don't believe it's a word. thing to be honest.
0: Yeah. So if you haven't heard of the term before, it's pretty much um, an expression used by the media that um, basically just shames upon people for expressing their sexual desires. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and it's something that we don't believe in. Um, it's, it's pretty not sad. a term
1: that I yeah. like think should be used at all for yeah. anyone. Um, you know, your worst enemy. You wouldn't call them that because, again, it's just a made up term by a man who you know wants to shame women. So, anyway, um, Abby got very shamed on The Bachelor for. For expressing her sexual desires, for expressing confidence, because a confident woman is is annoying, is loud. Is Tell me about it, because I didn't watch that. Yeah, season. so uh, she was very. She's a very confident woman, mm. and she was outspoken on the show. So she was painted as the villain because she was sexual, she was flirtatious, she knew what she wanted, she was confident, and she wasn't afraid to say how yeah. many people she'd slept with. It yeah, wasn't yeah. things like that. So I think people weren't used to that or mm. the people in the house and the media on bachelor just painted her awfully and slut shamed her. She got death threats after she came off really? the show. Terrible death threats. I know. Um, because yeah, men would come up in her DMs and be like, go, you know, go off yourself because, um, you know, you're such a slut and this and that because she knew what she wanted. And I think that's something that women get called out for a lot is if we're confident, like say if I call you pretty, oh, thank you. No, like you are like, we have to deny everything because we can't be confident in, oh, yeah, I look good today. Like or just like, like,
0: thank you so much. Yeah, thanks
1: so much. Like, why do we have to deny our beauty or deny our achievements? Like, suppress your achievement. Yeah, suppress my achievement
0: and kind of like explain why. Like, um, you know, I it was kind of
1: like I just got lucky. Yeah,
0: I had to, and this is again like if we bring it, we can bring it back to. Um, something that Eliza said in her show, she was saying how she'd noticed that when she'd watch all those like, you know, those um Vogue, like 73 questions, 73 questions yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And, you know, the woman like the man in these say, say if they were interviewing um, like a male celebrity, they'd yeah. open the door and they'd be like, and this was in, I you know, I'm just trying to remember what Eliza said here. He'd open the door and he'd be like, "Hey guys, welcome to my crib. Over here, I have my Ferrari that I'm gonna fill with cocoa pops and then burn later. And then over there, I have my seven Teslas that I I just one I just drive to the shops in, the other one I sleep in. And then you know they kind of they have this like amazing confidence and almost show ha- like off. Show off. They they're arrogant. Um, and they don't care because they're wealthy. They've got the money, and because no one questions them. She was explaining how, um, when a man would do these videos, um, they would always be confident, and they would never ever feel like that. You'd never feel this kind of like suppressed like confidence. Yeah, and. She, w- she then explained that when, when a woman did it, she would notice that it was so different. They'd open the door all shy, like, hi, this is my house. Like, like, I don't know how I got this. I don't know how I deserve this. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I swear I'm a good person and this is why I did it. And this is why I deserve it. And they had to, she said that it seemed like the whole thing was them trying to explain why they deserved yeah, the house, yeah. what they did to make the money to deserve the house. This is the room where I apologize. Like I loved that part. And it was very, very, True, because that's the same way I felt when I bought my first home at 21. Um, I did a YouTube video um, about it and I tried to make it just funny. I didn't want to show off, um, but this video ended up on the trending page. And when videos end up on the trending page, you get a swarm of people who are not your audience and they will say anything they want to say about you. Um, so I had a lot of comments from men in particular, really fell vulgar comments asking me how many men I slept with for the house um oh um, you know this is what mummy and daddy's money looks yeah, like just like
1: insinuating it had nothing to do with your hard work yeah like as a woman we can't just do things it we just can't. it felt like
0: I couldn't be proud of it yeah and I had to explain like no, I didn't do any of that. Like, the, I worked really hard for this money. And and even
1: if you did do that. Even if it I did do that, that, what's, that? Matter? What's, it,
0: what's it to you? It's exactly. Like, it's yeah. not affecting your life. Yeah. Like, it just, it really, and honestly, that was the first time I've really had any type of misogyny in my yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. And I really cop- I copped it so hard. And I think what also hurt wasn't even just the... Um, it was the comments about how it w- we couldn't have even been my money, like daddy's money or yeah, mum and dad's yeah. money. That was kind of like...
1: And I love how it's daddy's money, not yeah. mom's money. Again, it was male-orientated. Yeah, male orientated,
0: yeah. Like. so I, I got really upset about it. I d- would delete the comments, you know. I didn't really want to give in to it. But the thing is, like, I also didn't really understand, like... Yeah, say if I did work in sex work... Yeah. I don't understand why that would be, like... Well, you know, you—I I don't feel like these same people would comment that on a male sex worker exactly, video, yeah. or I don't know.
1: But like, it doesn't degrade you any less, no matter how you got that money. Unless you're working for the mafia or you know do, doing <laughs> yeah. some illegal stuff, yeah. it does not matter how you yeah. got that money. Whether you, you be proud uh, worked it. in sex work, whether you you know work in an office job, whether you're an accountant, who cares? It means nothing to them.
0: I think that a great female role model for this and advocate for this is Anna Paul. Yeah, um, Australian as well. Shout out to Anna. She's just the, she's the loveliest human. We've met her at her Stacks event. Yeah, she briefly. was beautiful. Brief, very briefly, we she did was, ask
1: her a couple of the podcasts. Have um, not heard back. <laughs> Don't think she bought it. That's right. That's right. I was like, "Hi, Anna. I, I love you. I'm, and you're just such a big advocate for women, yeah. and we have a <laughs> podcast for women and young girls. And I think you would be amazing on it, and everyone would love you." Honestly, she had
0: so many people approaching her that night that she, she probably wouldn't. She even probably remember. forgot. But that's fine. She is one of those people that I think you know. I. She's one of the first that I have seen that like first um, sex worker, and that's what she calls herself, on OnlyFans who is so open about it. This is what I do. I'm proud of it. Yes. I'm not trying to hide away from this. Yes. Um, I'm going to make my... Own stigma. Actually, I'm not yeah. gonna um, abide by anyone else's rules. Yeah, she's you know she will explain even on t- her TikTok sometimes like this is what I do. This is how I've set up my camera. Um, and you know what? Like I can't show some of this stuff, but I'm not ashamed
1: of it at all.
0: And yeah, um, and this is how I make my money.
1: Also, what I love about Abby Chatfield is mm-hmm. that like she instead of like hiding away from those bad comments, she actually calls them out and makes them become responsible for their actions mm-hmm. because they're all hiding behind a, you know a screen at home and um, yeah she calls them out so I- I don't know, those are some women I, I love and I think I, one more I just want to touch on before we finish is Greta Thunberg. Um, I absolutely love and adore her and her work. Uh, she has made moved mountains in the way of uh, climate action mm. and um, yeah, she's someone if you don't follow, if you're not um, familiar with, get familiar with her because yep. she is so, if you want to educate yourself on the climate uh, crisis. Same and with that, Tara Bell Rose. Yeah, they are beautiful women to uh, yeah immerse yourself in and educate yourself more a little mm-hmm. bit about that. Just a quick little rattle off but um thank you so much for listening guys we've gone over time we've gone over time so we've got to wrap it up but we couldn't stop talking about the amazing women that are in our life and that we love to uh support so yeah if you want to support these women make sure you follow them and i hope you enjoy this episode and i hope you enjoy your women's history Month and the months to come my darlings darling, darlings darlings, we love you thank you so much for listening Bye. bye Gthanks Thanks is a Spotify
0: original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melki. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow, Follow and listen, listen for free only on Spotify.